I still remember the day I began to hate my body. I was standing in line with my class in fifth grade, and for some reason, a girl named Laura made a rude comment about my physical appearance in front of the whole class. I couldn't have been more than 10 or 11 years old, but her comment about me so out of the blue and in front of everybody, it destroyed me. And not just in fifth grade, but for years to come. I hadn't even gotten into middle school yet, but I already didn't like myself. From that moment, I began to believe a lie about myself, that I was ugly and that God did a bad job when he made me. I remember that moment as clear as day. And then recently, I've been rereading my journals from 8th and ninth grade. These reminded me of some of the great things about my life in those years, but they also reminded me of all the feelings and emotions of being in middle school and high school. I don't know about you, but I wasn't feeling too good in my skin in those days. Oh yeah, it was popular enough and well-liked enough, and yet I still didn't particularly like me. It took me a long time to like myself. It took me a long time to appreciate the way that God made me. I'm so thankful for my husband who has encouraged my self-esteem and my value for 27 years now. But the thing about the memory of that ugly day when I began to despise myself, as well as those teenage journals of mine, these aren't just flashbacks. They are glimpses into the realities of what our kids and our grandkids and the next generation are going through as they grow up. I think that to some extent, we all wrestle with comparison, insecurity, and self-doubt at one point or another. So what a wonderful opportunity to get into God's Word and meditate on what He has to say to us about ourselves. And then as we seek Him about what He has to say to us, then we can turn around and speak Him into the precious lives He's entrusted to us, be those our kids, grandkids, nieces and nephews, or other friends along life's way. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and I'm honored that you join me in this episode today. This podcast is a ministry of Family Disciple Me, and you can subscribe to receive all the content that goes along with this episode by going to familydiscipleme.org forward slash subscribe. Now, I didn't grow up around many little kids, so before having children of my own, I really had no idea how unique each one would be. I guess I kind of thought that since each of our kids belonged to Kelly and I, they'd all be the same. (laughs) I was so wrong. Each of our five kids is extremely unique and completely different. Yes, they definitely have similarities. People always comment about our family resemblances and many of their personality traits and abilities overlap. But still, How amazing it was to me, especially in the early years of birthing and parenting, how beautifully unique each one is. They are wonderfully made, just like you and the people you love are. In this discipleship series, we're talking about who we are as we say to God, here I am, send me. Now, it's one thing to be willing to go live for Jesus 
But it's another thing to be so confident in whom He has made us to be that we live large, courageous, bold, and expectant about what He's going to do in and through us. We don't know the future, but we can put to rest some of the doubts and fears and insecurities that may bind us from living our callings for Him. So with this in mind, we continue our journey with Family Disciple Me through Psalm 139. I summarize that psalm's truths with this little poem, which I really hope you'll take the time to memorize and then teach to those entrusted to you. The poem is this, I am completely known. I am never alone. I am wonderfully designed. I am on God's mind. In the past episodes, we've talked about the first two truths of this poem. We are completely known and we are never alone. If you haven't had a chance to listen to those, I encourage you to go to season one, episode 43 and listen and see what God has to say to you through these. But here we are at the third truth. I am wonderfully designed. This is a truth that every single one of us can claim. Listen to what Psalm 139 verses 13 through 16 says. For you formed me in my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Wow. Bottom line, God didn't just make us, he formed us. He knit us together with a plan and a pattern. He decided what your color would be, what shape I would take, how tall our kids would be, and what our gifts and talents and special abilities would be. He designed all of this when each of us was conceived. Think about that. You are not an accident, a mistake, a misfit. You are a person lovingly designed by our very creative God. He saw you before you were even imagined by anyone else, and He knit you together from the inside out. Before you were even born, he saw the structure of your bones and the content of all your days. He created you and considers you not just his work, but literally his achievement. And all of this before you ever took your first breath. Before we speak all of this into the next generation, let's think about this for our own lives. Why is this so important? Well, let's just start with the phrase in this passage that says wonderfully made. This phrase, it means distinct, unique, set apart. You aren't just another person in the crowd. You are special. You're individual. God made you in his image with his design, and you have value beyond what you can even imagine. You may doubt that. You may not believe that about yourself right now. But scripture says that's the truth. Each of us can always become better versions of ourselves, and we should always be learning and becoming the versions of who he has created us to be. However, 
We don't have to wait until that moment of perfection to praise Him for what He has already done and started in us. God told the prophet Jeremiah, I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. God meticulously knit Jeremiah and the psalmist and you and I together. With purpose, design, and intention, He made each of us with a unique calling that is unlike anybody else in the whole world. This earth has been home to billions of people, and still God knows each of us individually. A friend gave me a coffee table book called Humans for my birthday. It's a book of beautiful photography of people all over the world with short snippets about each of them. I'm looking through this book about a chapter a week because it expands my view of how unique and big and extraordinary this world is. God made all kinds of people, and He's a God who loves the nations. In the book of Revelation, we see people from every tribe and every nation and every tongue gathered around His throne to worship Him, which for me is just more affirmation of the truth that This faith in Jesus is real. And yet, in the midst of countless people throughout history, He created you and He created me distinct from anyone else. Since we believe that, perhaps it's time we start to live that. It's time for some of us to stop hating ourselves, to stop comparing ourselves, to start taking better care of ourselves. I'm a firm advocate for eating healthy, getting the right amount of sleep and exercising. I've learned so much about this in the past decade that has absolutely changed my life. For instance, instead of being addicted to bread and sugar, I'm literally becoming addicted to healthy eating. If you would have told me that 15 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed that was even possible. But here I am. And here's the thing. As I take care of this body that God gave me, I begin to like myself more. As I appreciate his fingerprints on me, I stop comparing myself to others. As I honor his design, I can begin to incorporate into my life what else he has designed that is best for me. Healthy food, fresh air, deep sleep, movement and exercise, the spiritual disciplines. And as I begin to seek the Lord and with Him grow out of my own insecurities and food addictions and self-doubt and comparisons, then I can speak Him into the next generation. We teach our kids all the time to take care of their stuff, but with this truth, I am wonderfully designed, we can also teach them to take care of themselves. We can talk to them about their value, that all the truths of being uniquely, wonderfully, creatively, beautifully designed are true of them, too. We can turn that little poem of truths from Psalm 19 into maybe second person, something like this. You are completely known. You are never alone. You are wonderfully designed. You are on God's mind. What if this year we intentionally spoke this on a regular basis to our young girls? What if we intentionally spoke it to our boys? What if grandmas regularly spoke this over their grandkids? Or grandpas went to the effort to speak these truths over their grandkids? 
What if all of us spoke this into the young men and women, college students and young adults in our lives? How might this affect our teenagers as they get awful messages through their group chats? I don't think the daggers would sink so deeply. How might this affect our elementary kids as they, like me, begin to have the untruths thrown at them? Maybe they wouldn't stick for two decades. What if we regularly spoke this over our families at mealtime or breathed it into our kids when they get out of our cars to walk into school? The possibilities are endless. As we begin a new year, a new season of life, let's lean in to the truths of who we are. When we say to God, here I am, send me, we are giving back to Him somebody pretty special. You are wonderfully made, and so are those God has entrusted to you. I challenge you, live this and speak this today. Thanks for joining me in this podcast. Will you do me a favor? If you haven't already, would you go to FamilyDiscipleMe.org and subscribe? It's quick, easy, and free. And I promise you, we're not going to bombard you. We're just going to send you the weekly resources so that they're right at your fingertips along life's way. And we'd love to know you are with us in this ministry. Now, all the days of your life were written in His book before one of them came to be. God knew as He designed you that you would be in these past minutes with me. Now may you go live the next hours and days and weeks of your life walking in great confidence that you are wonderfully designed. God bless you, friend.